PKN 455. Kyle's excited to talk about baseball and terrorism. What do we got going on? Oh, it's the American pastime. Mm -hmm. It's the American Both pastime. Much, it seems. Yeah, yeah. Uh, By terrorism, do you mean the domestic stuff in like Texas? Yeah, no, yeah. Baseball related. Died. Like 20 people died in Texas over the week. Uh, a couple shootings and then that car uh, crash. You, I don't think you maybe are filled in on that because you didn't understand. So what happened um, outside of this sort of homeless migrant uh, facility, I guess okay. maybe it's where homeless mi homeless illegals congregate outside at the bus stop. Mm -hmm. uh, this guy intentionally hit them with his car. Go and I've seen the video of it, and it's almost like he hit a Hot Wheels ramp before he made contact with them because his car is on like the left two wheels and flying through the air, Got and it. it hits them solidly, like the full group of a dozen people, and it Jesus. immediately kills six or seven of them. And the worst part was one person's leg is completely taken off on impact, and it creates this geyser of blood, this huge, like, flare of blood that you that see, catches man. the light of the sun, yeah. and you see. And it's not super high-quality <laughs> video, but you do see this <laughs> giant geyser of blood in the middle of it. Um, and then, of course... I don't I don't know what happened with the first shooting in Texas, but the second one was the one where that that Nazi shot that Korean family and killed everyone but the but baby. Before you, you move on to the other stuff, what how did he get air? Like did he he jumped into like, an area or he just like barreled through a you've seen you Night Rider. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I guess kid, if it was like let's that. Let's do some justice. It looks like I, again, I only had a gift to work with on that one, and I wasn't really looking for more gore, so I didn't check too much yeah. into it. But it he didn't like launch off something. He, had, he was just careening so wildly that he was like he saw, losing I, I, control. It, it could have been that or the top of a hill or something, but he definitely intentionally hit all those people. Well, it then like it. now he's in a ruined car at a migrant detention center, and he just killed. Oh, a he bunch survived. Of well, the, okay. they drag his ass out. And all you hear is them calling him a perro while they kick the shit out of him. And they is like eight villages worth of migrants. Like, eight, like villages. <laughs> eight villages worth. Like, like the whole fucking uh, Guadalajara basin has turned out to whoop, to whoop homeboy's ass. And they are just in a circle around him, kicking his ass. And occasionally he'll try to get up and sort of scuffle away. But that don't last long. Uh, I don't know if they beat him to death, but it looked like it was heading that way. That, that's the video that Woody was reacting to. He's like, why did they beat him or whatever? That's mm -hmm. why. Because he okay. was a terrorist, basically, who killed a bunch the, of their comrades. The, the next one you were going into, I did see a photo. Is that picture of that, like, his, like very Hispanic, like, Honduran guy with, like, SS and swastika on him? Is that real? Uh, with the Texas shirt. And, uh, he's got a, he's got three tattoos. He's got the 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 lightning bolts. He's got a full-on swastika. Mm -hmm. And he's got like, I love Texas. And it looks like it belongs on the side of a barbecue joint. He has but he's a so proud... Hispanic, it's jarring. He has really? a Proud Boys patch on. Proud Boys sells these patches, you know, like the morale patches, oh. that say right-wing death squad, W-R-W-D-S cool. on it. So he's... I'm not saying he's in the Proud Boys, but he's at least a Proud Boys fanboy who bought their patch and wore it. During hey, it. Well, I mean, honestly, it doesn't really seem like uh, the Proud Boys are the thing to latch on here, given the SS and the swastika thing tattooed, right? Like he's an actual he's a Latino Nazi. white supremacist. Well, a Latino Nazi. 
He, they're calling him a white supremacist. There's a whole like He's I've been Hispanic. watching podcasts about whether Hispanics can be white supremacists. <laughs> and it's my understanding that you have to understand Texas. There are people that look Latino in Texas whose families have been there longer than Texans have, who kind of identify as white, even though they look pretty Mexican. Mm. And this whole, like, whether you're Latino or white gets confusing in Texas, I've heard. This is new to so, me, too. So perhaps they're really identifying as um, Americans. Americans. Yes. And so these, you could imagine a scenario no, where people not. like that would really not like people who did it the other way people who were from another country and were giving them a bad name. Imagine if your family had been here longer than the whites and you were as much of a tech you you were here when Texas was a fucking country. Your people were, but you get treated badly because people who look like you've come across the border and acted poorly or because, you know, people are racist. How are, you know, <laughs> I don't know. How are you going to look at it? That's, that is funny to be like. Well, you white, wouldn't put a white, a white power tattoo on though, and, and a swastika. Guy. You wouldn't go that direction. Is all I'm saying. That's that, whatever yeah. it is. That that's the the clan that he lined up with. Yeah, it's like what what uh, do you think motivated what? him? It's like usually swastika tattoos are pretty fucking indicative. People don't okay. like get drunk with friends and like <laughs> let's get a tattoo. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Like no, you when you get a swastika tattoo, you're all in, baby. You're both feet in the pool. You're in the deep Not end. Even worse than that is the patch. You know, nationalist, whatever. That that's what he's but, about. Who were his victims? Did he were they random killings? Did he, uh, he target anyone? So so he was targeting the the mall. He had scouted it out before. He had pictures. He had uploaded photos of it. He'd uploaded photos of his gear and stuff, his gun and mag carrier and stuff. Uh, for whatever reason, whether he just he was like, "Ooh, Koreans, my favorite." He killed that whole Korean family. Uh, a father, the mother, and two or three small children. There was one tiny child that survived, maybe three years old or something. Are we um, talking about this depressing stuff? And just, uh, I actually saw a picture of them. You know, you know, I'm I was telling right. Zach for the show. You know, how Reddit is. I'm clicking the every, everything that says "not safe for work," and usually <laughs> the worst thing you see is a Chinaman careening into some high-powered lines or something which i always i'm looking for boobs actually titties hopefully yeah i'm hoping for yeah. tits i'm hoping for better than that let's be i want penetration yeah if, yeah if this is I, not safe to work I'm but the goal the is nudity yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not, not gore when you, when you click like, a not safe for work one and it's like also, a dead like, animal you're silly like with nudity <laughs> like silly nudity is fun like a dude like having his his shorts blown off with an air like someone takes an air gun at a, at a tool uh, shop goes, and like blows your whole wardrobe off and you're naked now like that shit's funny that, that's not safe for I'll work still Instead, giggle I, if i click on not safe for work and someone's using a ladder incorrectly i'm like all right i see what you did there <laughs> and he's naked he's holding that all wrong right right yeah, like oh he what he stacked a ladder all, on top of another ladder you yeah, can't all. do that this isn't safe <laughs> uh instead it was that wrong. family dead uh mm. all in a heap together uh where they were murdered uh so that was pretty fucking gruesome and then mm. i also saw the gif of the aftermath of the shooter being dead. I, I think that the cops shot him, but I'm not sure. <clears throat> but the person filming it was, let's just say, inside of a subway. And the guy's dead right outside the subway on the floor, uh, the, like the little sidewalk of a mall. And he's just like, oh, shit, homie was stacked. He got the AK and everything. He got the RPGs. And this mm -hmm. guy's like, I don't know what he's talking about. The guy's RPG? Had a rifle. That's a yeah. Grenade? No, 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 no. Did he, did yeah, he have that? No. Okay. <laughs> just, this guy's just blown away. He had a he had a um all I could tell was he had like a standard AR with iron sights and he, he did have a bunch of mags on a mag like carrier. When you on say his AR, chest. do you mean AR fifteen M4 thingy? 
Yeah, yeah, like 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 very like old school though, you know, with the iron sights, like the carry handle and everything, like 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 he was ready to go into the going to Nam. That's what they need to outlaw. Oh, shit, ARs without Koreans. scopes. You never see guys with like like solid high end ARs doing damage. It's always the cheap ones. True. It's, it's not, like you know what? If you want to get true. an AR, you need to buy a red dot for that mm, thing. At I don't least. know. It seems pretty true. <laughs> You know, I, I, your question, you, you mentioned all those mags on someone's chest. Kyle, you would know this. When you were around gun guys, like, obviously, you saw lots of people with those clips on. Was there a number of clips a guy would wear around where, like, you would instinctively be like, poser, like, what are you doing? Like, you're like you're already obese and you got 17 mags strapped to you, so, or do you not pay attention at all? So it really depends on what we're talking about. If we're talking about, like... So- I would go to gun shows sometimes, or not gun shows, but shoots. I would get invited to come to the gun shoot for whatever reason, and they would get me to come. And people kind of walk around those wearing guns decoratively. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they're walking around uh, with guns for sale. It's very common that you'll have a long gun, a rifle or a shotgun, and you'll stick an American flag, a tiny one, in the barrel. And then you'll have it slung over your shoulder walking around and that's to catch people's eye sometimes you'll mm-hmm. have laminated inside uh, attached like one thousand dollars browning blah 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 and you know it, it's details and you're just looking for anybody to go hey would you take 750 cash yeah i would and you literally swap right there and you're all done because it's a person to person sell um if you see somebody like i remember i saw a lady with two um fn tactical 45 acp pistols both of them had red dots and uh she had them slung laura croft style kind of in the back like mm-hmm. like that Akimbo. and i do that in left for dead when you load that pistol up with all the bullets that it'll hold it holds like maybe 15 or 16 in the mag it's been a while and then one in the pipe it's heavy this is a big man's gun yeah and she's got two of them it's like dragging her belt off her ass it's like lady <laughs> It would take me so little effort to warn up behind you, pull your pants off, and just beat you to death while your guns <laughs> rattled around your ankles. Yeah. Like, and about your guns, running away with them. Yeah, that'd like, be not like, safe for work. No, um, actually, really but, not safe. There, you but if shot. I saw somebody with mags on, like who wasn't about to shoot in a competition, that would be stupid as fuck. Like I've never <laughs> seen that. I've never seen somebody who's just wearing uh, maybe some uh, pistol mag on their belt. Like if they're mm-hmm. if they're doing that pistol kite thing, they'll have a full kydex thing with a couple mags on one side and their tricked out Glock on the other. That would be a pretty common thing you would see. And oftentimes those guys were about to go shoot, you know. Yeah, but I'm thinking of a I, very specific overweight obese man I saw at a range shit. who like had, you know, the way the ogres run in Warhammer where they kind of have to lean back. Like Belly that burst, was his, that yeah. was his shooting style, and he had like Seen that because of style. his immense girth, he had like five different magazines strapped. And I remember even at the time thinking like, like this, like we're standing still. There's a mm-hmm. desk in front of us. There's no purpose for this. This guy's just like larping. I guess maybe and it's it just like a, a fun time, it's like a paper target. Take yeah. your time, kind of range too. He's not advancing on targets and doing mag yeah. drills. It's like, He's dude, you're two doing... booths down from me, and I'm in a t-shirt and shorts. Like where everyone else. Yeah, is that like... guy's cosplaying. He's just having a bit of fun. And look, there's nothing wrong with that no, until no, you no, step no. out and until you walk, until you walk into Walmart. You know, yeah. I, there's nothing wrong with. Or the other thing is, I, I see those same guys actually think between their ears. 
that this is their truth that they are soldiers like like oh when shit goes down fucking gravy seals over here is gonna be the badass who owns this situation mm -hmm. he's gonna be a warlord because you know he invested twenty five hundred dollars into being the biggest baddest toughest guy around mm -hmm. and it's like get the fuck out of here you can't run to the end of my driveway you think you're a soldier <laughs> Or his. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, no yeah, running. I don't, I don't understand that sort of stuff. I really don't mind armed people being around me and in restaurants mm. and stores when I yeah. see someone who's packing heat. Uh, I, To be honest, I size them up and kind of decide right then and there if I'm glad they have the gun or not. Sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. Mm -hmm. You know, And mm -hmm. it's not, it's, it's, pro it's, it's about whether I think that they're squared away um, at least a little. Like, I don't care if you're wearing flip-flops. Like, like, you got a haircut though, man? Like, you got, oh, interesting. You, oh. I, don't, I don't care if you're wearing shorts. You got a belt on? Like, I, I don't know. I'm looking for some stuff to, to say that he means business, I guess. And that yeah, he's not you don't want to see a fun. gun, like, loosely floating in an Adidas short. Like, <laughs> <laughs> when I yeah. see someone open carry around here, which is pretty rare in my part of North Carolina, they look like they carry it all the time. That holster is worn. That gun has come in and out of that thing a zillion times. That I'm just like, oh, this is like keys to him. It, yeah yeah it's fine it's kind of yeah, like, like like the guy like the farmer style guys that my grandpa knows who mm -hmm. like carry like like i've noticed like we'll carry like a full-size handgun in a way that like if you saw some guy walking around like an herb like not like a suburban area you'd be like you fucking goober but like these guys it's like yeah i can tell by the size of that man's hand that he's been working regularly every day since the 20s like I don't know if that the man's. I, I don't know if that man's. Like, hundred years. Like, dude, if you if you know if you know farmers and and you know that kind of class of like farmer hardworking people, their hands are huge. They have gigantic hands. Their fingers are. My grandpa's hands are fucking enormous. I, if his life depended on it, he could not get his finger inside the trigger guard. Oh, he's of, got like King Charles fingers. Except the re he's got the rest of the king. He doesn't have the King Charles hand. The little, the little gremlin thing where it's like, take my good hand. Like, no, he's got big farmer's <laughs> hands. Like, he couldn't, man. like, some of these guys need the big guns. But that, I, you were talking, it made you. me I, think of uh, the oh. equipment, like, nice equipment in a hobby that spots someone as a mark. And it mm. made me think of, so when you're a young guy playing hockey, you may think that what you'd want is a face shield, like, which is glass that you look through instead of mm -hmm. the bars that you look through. But what you don't know is that everybody who wore those face shields had a reputation of being a pussy, and it mm. was just like a thing. And so when someone showed mm. up to, like, the 13-year-old, like, game, and someone on the other team had one of those face shields, everybody's making fun of them, everybody's goofing on them, and they're, like, targeting to hit that guy a little harder. Mm. Like, everybody's trying almost, to take Cyclops out. Th the same way I remember Would it be, like, a mirror thing? It, uh, no, they didn't wear mirror, just straight. I remember once oh. I was in a I was in a what? goalie tryout, and I was oh, like yeah. briefly a little intimidated by this other goalie in the tryout who had like fucking creme de la creme equipment, pristine, beautiful. I was so fucking jealous. I was like, God, my pads are so fucking ugly compared to that guy's pads. <laughs> my setup isn't as cool as his. That's a goalie and, like, thing. It's totally a goalie thing. I was like, his stick is nicer than mine. His stick matches his pads, and mine doesn't. <laughs> 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 then, like I would get out there and very quickly I realized like, oh, my pads are filthy and covered in puck marks because I'm a good goalie. This guy sucks. 
Like uh-huh. this guy's pads were pristine at the end of the tryout too. Like <laughs> he was terrible. Like, are there any things you think of that? Like a hockey oh, you got into that just tagged someone as I want to double down on the hockey thing. So I yeah. played beer league hockey, which is not a high level and beer league hockey in North Carolina elite. So, yes. uh, <laughs> yeah, right. That's where Gretzky was from. Maybe <laughs> anyway, uh, when new guys would join the team, if they're like 30 years old and their equipment is shitty, it's like dark green and it's got holes in the shorts and stuff. It, it, it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What college did he get that from? Like, this is from when he played Division One for some school yeah. or whatever. Now, this guy's the boss. And then another guy comes in and all his shit is shiny and new. I'm like, he's a new player. Or, at the very least, a guy who hasn't played in 10 years and needed new gear. Yeah. It, it's never or he's he plays sponsored. all the time. Exactly. And never, ever does he play all the time. And just you could, keep uh, his is that a thing? And as, as a my- goalie, I could tell often who would be the best shooters to look out for because you could see on the inside of a hockey glove how worn it is Mm. and some players it would be so worn that there were a couple little tendrils of fabric and the rest was just their palm and they would be using these glass these gloves with just like their palm gripping mostly and they would get used to shooting that way and it'd be more accurate and so when Mm. i saw some goober with like fresh new gloves i was way less scared of that guy's shot than this one guy i played with dan used it was tremendous in hockey and was would not upgrade his gloves. His hands were too big for him. He just wouldn't upgrade them because he loved the way it felt like on that stick shooting at that angle. And so like, hmm. yeah, Woody's right. Like you see that worn out stuff and you're like, okay, this guy, this guy knows what he's doing. You see a guy with like skate fenders on and you're like, this guy's a bitch. Like <laughs> <he's-> <laughs> I, thought, um, I saw the first time I saw somebody with a full face helmet in baseball. I didn't, I thought I was like, oh, what's wrong with him? Like, like what, <laughs> what's wrong with that kid? Broken like, jaw. <laughs> Like, like, yeah, I thought he was an, like injured or like he didn't have his whole skull or something because the idea of going out there with that thing on in front of everybody was I ha- in my acceptable. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, are you kidding me? Like, what are you afraid you're going to hit you with the ball? Like, just like move. Come on, how- just move. <laughs> in my coral reef tank, I have the opposite of that going on. If you were to look at my tank right now, you'd see a lot of corals. I have as many corals as people with big tanks do. I probably have as many corals as I need, but they're all like one inch long. Because that's the size that you buy them. That is the mark of a noob. You know, the, the corals that I have right now, you need to grow them out. I watch these YouTube channels, and this guy has a coral that, Kyle, you couldn't hug it. It's so big in his oh fish my. tank in his house. Yeah, this is a big boss guy. Yeah. And uh, he's like, yeah, you know, I got this when I was diving in Australia in 1984. It was this big, and I've grown it ever since then. It's become the Julian Springer or something. His name's Julian Sprung. What? And uh, they're sold. Like, there's a, they're in thousands of fish tanks everywhere because he breaks off pieces and gives them to someone else. Like Fuck that. I was almost. I'd go out to Australia and get a dump truck. I'm taking the whole thing. So small. For you gotta do this the American way. We dig deep. I'm impressed deep. when some guy, like when his tank has, I'll make up a number, like 18 giant corals. If you have little seedlings all over the place, like I currently do, you suck. And that's I many years Cla- is it? Class lives there. I could send him out there tomorrow mm. with a hammer. At the yeah. minimum, Taylor, it probably takes like 18 months for stuff to grow out nicely. Couldn't but the thing that? is, it's 18 months without a mistake. Right, like oh. the, the, a lot of people have four-year-old tanks that look like they're one-year-old tanks because it's like it's been this long since our last workplace accident. Oh, seems hard. It's like and frustrating if it doesn't <laughs> grow because you're like just mad at it a little bit. Uh, our, our, 
I don't, I, Reef Tank, I don't think it's a good time. My tank is kicking <laughs> ass. Everything is growing. You can see like the size it was when we bought it and, and the new growth on it since then. Um, I, I've got stuff going on the back wall. It's just like every night I look at the visibly growing. I'm doing that. I watched, uh, I watched this whole video about, yard the F, about the development of the F-15 uh, jet. Hmm. Okay. <clears throat> so what happened was they they got the the plans for this Russian plane, the MiG-25, I think it was. Maybe the 29. It doesn't matter. Though. The, the, point was, the point was that they thought that this was going to be the Russian, the Soviets' sort of air superiority fighter based on the limited bits of data they had on it because they knew it was incredibly fast. And it had a, like a crazy high climb rate, and it was bristling with weapons. And they're like, oh, my God, we have nothing even close. Um, so they start the F-15 program, and they try to you know, blow all these numbers out of the way with their air superiority fighter, and they do. They make the greatest fighter in the world. And then um, the Soviet pilot defects, lands his fancy new MiG in Japan, and they get a look at this thing. It's made out of nickel alloy steel. <laughs> It's so big because most of it is fuel because it, it, it's so fuel inefficient. Heavy. Despite carrying like twice the fuel of the F-15, it's got like a quarter of the range or something. All it does well is an interceptor. So they, they would say, oh, no, American bombers. And this thing was supposed to be able to rocket up super fast to where they were and shoot them real quick. But it was like, but they, the Americans, we built the F-15 to be this do everything amazingly well plane. They still fly them. They still fly F-15s. Hmm. They're still some of the best planes in the world. Like they just keep upfitting the, the avionics and stuff, the computers, and that's not even <clears> our best stuff. anymore, right? F-18 by like right? multiple generations. That's a plane from 1970. Holy shit! <laughs> F-35. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. that ties into something I was watching yesterday. Uh, the Russians shot hypersonic missiles at Ukraine. And they shot it, I think, in Kiev. It doesn't matter exactly where. And then they have American Patriot systems, and we shot down the hypersonic missiles. Now, Saw the that. thing is, hypersonic missiles can't be shot down. Here's the deal. Russians, as per typical, exaggerate the capabilities of their weaponry. Americans, as per typical, lie and underestimate. They tell everyone their shit is like mediocre when it's actually really good. And... The gap has made our Patriot missiles shoot down their hypersonic missiles because Patriots do more than we say they do, and hypersonics do less than they say they do. Yeah, we've been matching propaganda for 50 years. Yes. The, the Russians will be like, we have a plan that goes five thousand. Why am I using that accent? <laughs> I'm a German transplant plant here. I'm a really recently moved Nazis. here. <laughs> Oh, yes, you know me. My name is Hans. He's a classic Russian. <laughs> Why did I go to German? Uh, believe me, as that I used to do a Russian accent. That's true. <laughs> yeah, I'm not good at the Russian anymore. No, they claim they've got a plane that can do five, do this n number, and the Americans are like, oh my God, you do. We better get to work doing one, that, making one that can do better than your dreamt up number. And and it seems like we did. I, I feel like in a in a world without the Cold War and a world without the Soviets there to lie to us and tell us they were good at stuff. Uh, who knows where we would be? I think th my theory is the underlying like cause behind that is the military industrial complex and it's like insanity in the budget. Like, oh, mm -hmm. I, I hear they shoot lasers at us. Well, shit, we better get on laser technology and mm -hmm. this and that and the other thing. So now because of this boogeyman, we can work more, hire more engineers. Who knows what? Um, yeah, they build missile defense programs for missiles that don't exist because, yeah. hey. 
But because if we have a if we have a defense program for something that doesn't exist yet, now they can't make it. That's true. That checks no, out. Can't. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's they, how that they works. Can. It's just not a good idea. Yeah, it's just not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a constant, you know, leapfrog. They have to go even better. And then we have to go. They have better. to lie even harder <laughs> and keep mm-hmm. us in debt and well, ruining our country. Careful. All it takes so, is one real lie. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I've got unconfirmed reports that Wings of Redemption is in London. Um, what? I, yeah. I, nice. I'm, good for um, him. It's happening, I, maybe? I mean. Good for him, man. That's, that's I, real. Like, if he's there, if he's doing this. Good for wings. Keem says he got on the jet plane. He says he's on the plane now. Um, he he did, uh, he sent that a little while ago. Oh, it's a tweet. Yeah, at five p.m. So supposedly, yeah, he's in the air right now. Um, I was gonna say he's still in the air, but I, since I don't know when he departed, I don't know when he'll land. Yeah, uh, he left at five. <laughs> it's like a six-hour flight at least, right? Well, the tweet was at five, and I agree with the six hours part. I just don't know when. What he town oh, is God. this? I mean, he's in London. Is that his yeah. photos? Yeah. Wow. Right, then he's so that London. was like the part of it, Kyle. Most it is. Didn't he, think I, I guess it's happening now. All right. So now the biggest hurdles are cowardice and a ringside doctor checking his heart rate and blood pressure. Because well, did they do I that could, ringside? I don't know. I'm just hmm. saying, like these are imaginary hurdles. These are the yeah. things that. Uh, if someone that got nicks for that, it would be Boogie, not him. I don't think. Yeah, Boogie's much less healthy. I'm yeah. just saying though. It it's just still still wild to me that somehow these these human beings are in are in London. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's the biggest hurdle. I didn't think that was going to happen. I really didn't. Yeah. You got to be careful. There's a major fault line there. <laughs> you know, I was just I have these fat jokes about air cargo and I just kept them all myself. <laughs> and then Taylor hits the fault line. I want to get him to Stonehenge. I want to get him up there like like going like, oh no. Like 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 and, and his wife pointing to the fallen over pillars. Like like wings knocked him over. Stonehenge. I, I wish try and, that camera. shit is not as impressive as they try and make it. All right, first Stonehenge. Look. Get real. What? Yeah I, I hate that take. I hate really? that take so much. Yeah, come on. That's our ancestors. That's our people. I don't know. I don't. I, I think that. it's kind of. I think it's kind of lazy. Where is Stonehenge? Somewhere um, it's, it's somewhere in England, like like the northern part. What is it for? What was it originally? Is anyone for? else British here? I think it's just. It was. Uh, we're we're it all mixed. We got British in there. They don't know exactly, but they think it was both like a calendar and a worship sort of uh, ritual site for the Druids, right? It could be. In all it's seriousness, it is pretty really old cool. park benches. Like, <laughs> yeah, nothing big. It was cooler than that shitty Georgia one that fell down. That was dude. Fell you, down. That seen, was like a terrorist. Or that, that that got knocked down. Yeah, they because that one with explosives that was at night. Ugly. And there's genuinely there was no excuse for the that structure to be that ugly. Stonehenge, it's old. That was made. They had machines. They had ways to make it look infinitely better. Taylor, than Taylor, I'm pretty sure. People from Georgia made it though. We did. We that absolutely did. job. That's your you know? excuse. This is just Georgians, Taylor. I well, believe look. more in them than they believe in themselves, apparently, because they have <laughs> I don't know how you're dog preparing. shit marble bullshit. Look at this, it has instructions on how to build fuck you. It sucks. And it was ugly. And they should do it again and make it nice. They haven't First won a World all. Series in like 30 years. This is not an impressive state. Yeah, they, they really need a World Series. I'm jumping, I'm I'm jumping on the Braves this year. <laughs> Let's go brave. No, the first of all, the baseball's better. Year, all right, baseball's better. Let me go over a, a couple of the rule changes that I, as an admitted baseball novice, um, have picked up. Okay. The bases are close to get closer together, Woody. I they don't wanna... believe you. 
They moved the bases closer together. I don't believe that for a million. Let me go through. You, you you try to find the lie. All right. They made the bases. <laughs> they made the bases fucking bigger. So now they're closer together. They okay. uh they limited the pitch pick off attempts that a pitcher can do to three. You get oh. three, and now you start getting uh, three per no, what time for, period per for game? each guy. For each man who for each like, batter. If if you're on first, Woody, and I'm the pitcher, I got three attempts to pick you off over there. And after that, I can't do it anymore. Because every time I'm doing that, I'm resetting the pitch mm-hmm. counter and time is being called. They're, they're Can I limiting ask a dumb every question. Yeah. Do pitchers ever try to get people at bases other than first? Yes. Yeah. They, but it's they usually the, the it's usually um a situation where they'll do a pitch out, maybe if they think somebody's leading too much, where they'll have the catcher just jump out, be ready to catch it standing and and he'll throw them out. If they think somebody's really leading, or they'll get somebody in a situation at third where they they can uh, you know get them in a pinch. I have a related dumb question. So I imagine it being a little tougher to say throw to second than first because it's behind you as a pitcher. Does that mean that a runner on second tends to take a larger lead? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you'll see those guys get big leads, but you know because also the second baseman has to you know he has to cover. That's the other another thing they did. Uh, Mm. They eliminated the shift. So the shift is when you're uh, you're, you're moving players around the infield. Uh, I think they made it so that all the infielders have to stay in the infield. That wasn't a rule before. You'd have guys in the outfield. You'd have like four outfielders in right to deal with a left-handed pull hitter. So you need to stack up the right side of the field and leave one guy on the left side. Mm-hmm. And, uh, 30, over 30, 30% of the time, they were using the shift in one way or another. They caught a guy with his heel on the grass and and uh and and caught and got him for it uh what did, what is a penalty in baseball like what are they the runner just you? advances usually mm. oh that's actually but, a pretty serious punishment okay yeah um or it's a ball or a strike um depending on who who committed the like if the pitcher does something if the pit um like a balk for example if he doesn't come set correct correctly you know and and uh begin the sequence and then throw his pitch uh if he if he comes set and then he goes after and tries to pick someone off, uh, it's a balk. I never and, understood uh, what balking was. Uh, can I, I interrupt that? <laughs> In basketball, what a travel oh, is. Yeah. No one fucking knows, and it's definitely changed over the years. And and like in the fifties, if you didn't press down on the top of the ball, it was like a carry or it was basically a travel. Nowadays. Players are like running from the three point line to the mm-hmm. net, dunking it. Uh, on a related note. I don't think anyone knows what a balk is. I don't think anyone really, really knows like this. Anyone can well, yeah, find to... a balk in a way that is always yeah. enforced properly. It's like porn. You know it when you see it. Hmm. So, so once you've come set, you are initiating the pitch count. The pitch count has begun. You can't then reverse course and try to pick someone off. Coming set has a definition. It's it's he's going to stand. He's going to square up. Uh, and he's, his bat, his left foot is going to do sort of a tap thing, and then the sequence has begun. He's in mo- motion now. The play has begun. He can't stop reverse course and throw the ball over here. That's a ball. Oh. Um, oh. So some, but recently they've started calling a lot of balks that they didn't call before because of that. When they're they're so particular now about when the the the, the pitch clock begins because they're enforcing that pitch clock rule. Um, the the as soon as the batter steps in the box and looks at the pitcher, he can receive a pitch. So if the pitcher's already set, he can fucking throw that thing. And there's some of them that are doing That's it. a good change. The, the games are so much faster now. They've shaved hours <laughs> off the goddamn game. It was up to three hours and 20 minutes or something a game. So That's the outrageous. thing about baseball is the rules haven't changed very much. Therefore, 
the, the records are kind of relevant for a long time. Uh, again, I'll make my basketball comparison. There have been like, I'll make up this number. If it's, if it's not exactly right, it's really close. Over the over 33 years old, maybe three times in history has anyone had a 40-point game in the playoffs for a player over mm. 30. It happened three times last week, right? Because scoring mm. is up. They've changed mm. the way uh, what defenders are allowed to do, and they've changed what the offensive players are allowed to do. And now 40 points in a game is good, but not like legendary or anything. People break 40 all the time. Mm-hmm. And it just means that, like, some of the records, the comparisons between eras, they don't fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and- I agree. I was thinking about that exact thing today uh, in, in relation to all this thing. Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, so baseball has been has changed more than you'd think, though, because they just keep their changes under wraps. Uh, I was talking about it a few months ago. Last season, had they used two different baseballs. There's a, there's a playoff ball, and there's a regular season ball. The playoff ball has that. more pop. They, 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 they didn't tell anybody. Ball. And tell anybody they just brought, they just yeah, yeah. they all throw these. <laughs> it's like fuck. Are you kidding me? I saw like an article about <laughs> that where they were like, "Why are there so many dingers getting hit in the playoffs?" And it's like it'd be like taking the air out of the balls. the fucking football so that uh, you could have a more dynamic game. You know, they imagine get more grip that on the ball. Yeah, every <laughs> single sport is moving that direction. Like champions do what they have to do to basket. Win I don't. I don't even know how they added more scoring in basketball. There's so much already. Baseball having more scoring and being faster. Like hockey has the problem now of like. There's so much more scoring that it's starting to like drag away from the average. Why is like, there more scoring? I know they took away the two line pass, right? Is they, there the, the biggest no scoring things? thing is uh, they have been fucking over goalies for a long time, making new rules about how big the pads can be because over the past 20 years, they went from getting like five foot 10 really fast, agile guys to six foot eight hyper athletic guys. And so, like, you put pads on a six foot eight guy, the size they allowed, like, Mike Richter to wear in the 90s for the Rangers, like, they cover way too much. And so they consistently were like, Ben Bishop, you're six seven, you can't wear that many pads. And he's like, but it's hurting so much. And <laughs> they just keep telling him, like, no, you can't wear those pads, you can't wear that. And so, uh, shrinking the goalie pads is a big thing. Uh, sh- the players are faster than ever. There are no big, nobody has a job in the NHL, save maybe one guy still whose only job is like fuck people up. Who's the, what's his name? Ryan Reeves. Ryan Reeves okay. is not good at hockey, but he's good <laughs> at fucking people up. He's the last enforcer. Who does he play for? Uh I think he's still on Vegas. Okay. Um, or no, he might have got traded. He he's an enforcer. He gets traded every fucking 4 months. Um, <laughs> Roger that. <laughs> but uh yeah, that's big and not the fast players being allowed to play fast without ha- being like horrified of some goon who should be a union plumber like paralyzing them has opened it up a lot more like and, and just like have stick players gotten smaller uh they've gotten faster like well that it, sometimes that goes together right like you don't if a guy's six six the only player that yeah. i can recognize right now seems like a small guy that uh jack he's a guy yeah yeah for for whatever reason i he's a, watch, he's a little guy i watch an hour worth of hockey a week i guess now and uh and and he's He's always the guy. He's always in on the action. Um, seems like a real go-getter. He is a go-getter. I mean, something I, know, I don't I know, know nothing if, about him. Something I don't know if you realized is that Jack Hughes is a forward, and his younger brother Luke Hughes is a defenseman on the Devils as well. So much of the time, you're hearing Hughes. It, 
The oh. reason you're seeing Hughes out there so much, Shit. maybe. Is Seems like he was always there. Because all there's all this guy's and playing every position. Do they both have long hair? That is uh, a downside of, of hockey, yeah. I, I think. Like, So you're a fan, and you really want to see whatever, today's star. <laughs> I hate that you told me that. <laughs> He's not on the ice for two-thirds <laughs> of the time. Like a, a, a top player is 22 minutes. Does that sound like about right, Taylor? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that other sports, the stars are on the ice, the court, the whatever, all the time. In hockey, mm-hmm. they rest a lot. They have to. It's just, you know, how it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the players are just better now than they've ever been. The systems are better. Players play. Like, it's not that they intentionally mm. pick smaller players. It's that they take gambles on smaller players now. Like, a dude in the late 90s, a dude who was, like, 5'9", it's like, fuck off. Like, you don't. Are you kidding? Blurry. You're going you're gonna to get beat up. Now, like, wait, and like, granted, a lot of the time, like the five, eight, five, nine guys, they don't pan out because they do get beat up. But sometimes they're so fast and skilled that it ends up panning out. And so more teams are taking risks on those guys now. And even the big, tall guys, like, it used to be a position like a stay at home defenseman. You'd have some six foot seven D man who was not fast and just was there for his reach. Now they don't pick those guys up anymore. If you're six, six and you're slow, you're not going to get in the league. They'll take a six, three guy who's quick. Uh, so it's yeah, so they're shrinking a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Basketball. I, I, I'm, everyone knows I'm a stats and stories guy, but I've been watching more of the games play out, and it's frustrating me a little bit. It's I was like, it, and this guy goes for a three, and this guy goes for a three. Oh, fast break! He stopped at the three point line and took his shot. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, really? So because that's just how it works out. It's better to shoot. 40% from three, then 60% from two. I need to check the math on that, but I think I'm rightish. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe they're the same, but uh, uh, it, it it turns out that it's better to shoot the three. And they're just three after three after three. Big, strong guys like Joel Embiid, one of the biggest, strongest guys, and, and this year's best player on the planet, plays for my team, um, shoots the three. He's a center. Centers don't shoot three. Shaquille O'Neal couldn't shoot a free throw. He would mm. never, ever shoot a three. And now every player on the court has to shoot threes. Yeah, that. I mean, I guess that's just a, an example of the whole sport getting better. Is like no one can be as much of a specialist now. Like you kind of have to have the whole, you know, kit to be valuable. But they moneyballed it. You know, they figured out that like drawing fouls is worth a lot. It, it mm. used to be a reliable two. They thought that was smart. Now it's only smart in very specific situations, like end of the game when you're down by one. Are the Phillies, or not Phillies, the 76ers up in the series? Tied, I think. I need to check that. It's still fun. Yeah, I think it's 2-2. One of your teams will get through. If not the 76ers, the Hurricanes will. How are the Hurricanes doing right now? I think they play right as soon as we're done now. I believe they are up 2-1 in the series. I predicted that their last game that they dropped to New Jersey was just a, a fuck-up game. Oh, is it mm-hmm. 2-2 now? No. I I don't think they'll lose again to New Jersey. They're just a better team. Uh, barring um, some like insane goaltending from New Jersey. I it's 2-1. He, 2-2, he was talking about. Oh, 2-1. Series. Okay, I thought yeah. so. So the 76ers were 2-2, like I said. The Hurricanes are 2-1. Okay, they can still finish it in five, like I predicted. It would be my first correct prediction in ever. So, <laughs> so, so that'd be pretty exciting. I'd be scared if I was you, you know, <laughs> I called the win for your team. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to watch that after this. I, I really like watching the the Devils are a fun team to play. I know they're they're terrible people in New Jersey. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. you've informed me. 
Yes, um, yes. They're from North Jersey, the bad part. The part that embarrasses all of us. The part that yes. gave New Jersey its reputation. The North Jersey part. And you know, I will say this about those North, North Jersey fans. Uh, they were doing a lot of booing on non-calls. Oh, my God. I noticed, I noticed a couple of very obviously two people falling in a non-trip, and I saw the New Jersey fans, boo! And it's mm-hmm. like, hey, hey, you guys are Northeast. You have a hockey team. This isn't fucking Dallas. Like, <laughs> when I see Dallas or Carolina, like, booing icing, I'm like, I get it. They don't know what the fuck they're watching. New Jersey? It's cold. Like, Carolina there's no excuse. that way. Yeah. Carolina, like, they'll be like, shoot it! Yeah. Like, he's at his own blue line. Like, you don't, yeah. <laughs> you don't shoot it Can yet. we talk about Jersey yeah. fan for a second? Yes, sure. Jersey fans. What do you when do they? When are they happy? Like when people are injured? Like like? Yeah. Do they even yeah. cheer for championships? Like they don't like wins. When fans of the <laughs> opposing team are hurting, that's when they're happy. It can be damage it. to their car. Their they're body. so racist. <laughs> are, are they? Are they super but a racist? No, like Boston I, I fans would say are super not racist. very racist. Oh winning. yeah, yeah. In Boston, they're known for that. Um. But I no, I don't think Philadelphia or Jersey is known for for that. I asked because I watch every UFC event, <clears throat> and uh, particularly the ones that don't take place in the Apex Center in Las Vegas, which is like home court advantage. It's it, it's so weird. Um, I don't. Know. I like. What do you mean? Who has home court in the UFC? The UFC does. It's it. I'm saying that it's not a. Uh, I'm talking about the fandom in, in different places mm, when they okay. go to. When they go to England, those fans are incredible. Those are some of the best fans. Brazilian fans suck. I don't like Brazilian fans. They're mostly just screaming, um, we're going to kill you. We're going to kill You're you. Gonna You're going to die. You're going to die. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, I it, love it. it. It's the, the first couple of times, but, you know. Oh, yeah. they, they, For 15 years now, I've been like listening it. to them chant, you're going to die. You're going to die. But it's in Portuguese, so I don't. I forget the, <laughs> the details of it. But that's yeah. what it means. You're going to die. And... Some fighters hate it. I'm sorry to interrupt your story, Kyle. Some fighters hate it, and they're like, oh, my God, there's so many. They're shouting, I'm going to die. Is that cool? I'm in a fight here. This is really dangerous, and you're making it seem more dangerous. Uh, the fighters I like, like, dance to it. Because there's like a beat. There's like a, you're going to die. You're going to die. And they're like, yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah, I am. And, and I'm just like, that's, that's who I hoped I would be. If I was in oh. there, like, go ahead, chant it up. Well, you know, that- I'd be scared of like, getting beheaded afterward. You are in Brazil. Exactly. You've heard Chael Sonnen talk about the security that they needed um, to 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 move around. He's he's like, I'm just trying to fight. These people are trying to kill me. Uh, <laughs> but but what I was going to talk about was the awful Jersey fans at the last event because usually the UFC fans are really good. They they sell out every arena. They go to New York, it's sold out. They mm-hmm. go to wherever they are, it's sold out. It's these huge huge crowds. Jersey the Jersey crowd booed every result and every interaction. I don't remember them cheering for anything. It was Aljamain Sterling versus Henry Cejudo. And I know sometimes it can seem like, oh, yeah, this is the greatest guy who ever did it versus the greatest guy who ever did it. But for the little guys who are like 135 pounds or whatever, this is it. Henry Cejudo, um, gold medalist, Olympic gold medalist, and uh, two-time, two-different division champion of the UFC. Uh, He he retired for three years because he thought he could negotiate with Dana White, but... Dana White is really hard to do. Dana doesn't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He's done it to multiple people. It's kind of cool to see like the boss man not care if you're the star or not. Like he, oh "Oh, you're LeBron James, huh? I don't care. Go yeah, go play something. LeBron James is nothing without the NBA. You think you're gonna go to like China and be what you are now? You're not. 
Yeah. yeah. You need us as much as we need you and or, or more. Uh, it's kind mm-hmm. of his. And, and he's fighting a guy who, and he just keeps winning. He's the champion of the world. Uh, and, and I didn't know he was as good as he was. Uh, he wins. The hometown man wins. Aljamain Sterling beats the fucking gold medalist, beats the two-time former champion. Boo! <laughs> he goes, and, and not even for, he goes, what's up, New Jersey? Thank you! Boo! <laughs> oh, <laughs> were they saying boo earns? <laughs> yes, yes, sir. They're saying boo earns. Yeah, they're saying boo earns. Boo earns. <laughs> and it was, you could see his face at one point. There's this still image of him on the canvas, kind of looking up and being like, boos? Boos? I don't understand. Um, it's it's pretty sad. He gets he's been getting booed everywhere, really, because he was the guy who who originally won the belt with that illegal um knee from Peter Yan. And uh yeah, for the was, listeners, he received the illegal knee. The other guy yeah. got disqualified. He was clearly losing that fight, yeah. but he became the cha- oh, and then they asked him, Can you continue on? And he does the calculus in his head. So if I can't continue, I become champ, huh? Mm-hmm. If I continue, I'm losing badly. Yeah. I can't continue. I'm the champ. Yep. And his face, when if you know they have that moment where the where the ref holds one guy's hand up. His face is hilarious. Zach, if you can find the picture of Aljamain Sterling winning over Peter Yan, it's Piotr Yan. Um, that's when he won the belt. He was disqualified in that way. And it began, Taylor, one of the darkest slides for, for a, a player of all time in anything. Oh. Peter Yan, champion of the world, loses his belt like that. He's whooping this guy's ass, and the, guy's, the, guy, the guy falls to his knees, and Peter, by reflex, knees him in the head. It's like, oh shit! I didn't need to knee him in the head. I was killing him already. Dude, dude, go, gets all wonky over there. Oh, I've lost. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> that guy on the right, I still consider one of the best fighters in the world. He's lost like five in a row since then, and wow. every one of them has either been the closest close call by a. Um, um, I think they've all been decisions. Just about. I think he just keeps losing decisions. It's and, crazy and, how he's just one percent worse than the other guy, no matter. But he's who not. They put him up. It's bad judging a lot. It's been bad. Dana I think White they gave, does not look. They gave Sean O'Malley result. He's the one where Sean O'Malley um, got the ridiculous win over him, and and and, I, and none of us thought Sean won that fight. Oh, I do remember um, that. You're right. Sean is next to fight Al- Aljamain Sterling, the mm. Funk Master. Um, who's you know what? Instead of open carrying, I'm going to start wearing these kinds of gloves around. Dude, I would not fuck with a guy wearing UFC gloves. Dude, do you, th- do you think that would that'd be intimidating if I just walk around in UFC gloves all the time? I, I would think you'd be bringing and... gloves to a gunfight. <laughs> I think it's a problem. Yeah, right. Too quick. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop. They'll be so intimidated. That could be- I would think that you were like special needs and they were I would I would mistake them for mittens. <laughs> they'd be so, like it'd be like the same flavor as like seeing like me wearing a cape around to be like ah oh, just steer clear of that guy these are my yeah. make a wish gloves yeah these are my wish <laughs> yeah I'd, I'd, I'd be wary of you such a large man with gloves on wandering through the, the aisles of the supermarket yeah like like steering my cart like into people's paths like oh <laughs> no 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 carrying your cart like a caveman just, <laughs> just so that it's just <laughs> wheels pointed side. that way and yeah just holding it like I saw a guy doing that I a video that of a guy too. <laughs> he picks up the food <laughs> throws it in the sideways he's like carrying oh. the entire cart just, just walk. Oh, that's, that's funny good. that's a good <laughs> clip 
We should go to our own local grocery stores and have fun with that. You can go try that one out at the DeKalb Farmer's Market. <laughs> they don't have carts there. I think they only have the, uh, the the little bundle things. What do you call those? Oh, the little, the little the basket. baskets. Yeah. Dude, farmer's markets baskets. are so great. Like, they could be wrong. They really are great. The veg, like, you get I remember used to when these you guys were young. Yeah. <laughs> I've always loved the farmer's market. God damn, that's so true, man. <laughs> no, God damn it. We're white people. We like farmer's market. The best washing machine. I just watch it tumble. I'm not old at all. Dude, I was all about right, no, to not... be like, dude, the tomatoes at this farmer's market. <laughs> you wouldn't believe. You would not. I'm telling you, you would not believe the flavor in these tomatoes. I don't know what you're. What the dude, kids dude, don't like this tomatoes. Past, this past weekend, uh, I was texting some buddies to see if they wanted to like get together and do something, on, and uh, on and AOL I was like, Messenger. I was like, and I like, like didn't get a response for a while, and I'm like. It's already 8.30. Nothing's going on tonight. <laughs> and, like, and I was like walking around in my house. I'm like, that was a very old person thing to, to think. But yeah, it, it's nice getting older. I get to enjoy no, farmer's markets. The flavor of a, a nice tomato and the hatred of a bad one. Mm, I just like tasting that sunshine. It's, it's good stuff. Mm-hmm, and I like supporting mm-hmm. those local farmers, you know, taking care of them. Yeah. They have better corn, too. Really, it just it really just solidifies the absolute horseshit they're selling you at the grocery store. You ever get those uh those 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 bootleg eggs from somebody who's like got chickens? Oh yes, like real eggs or something. Like when my grandparents had like chickens, they used to let me go in there and like grab chicken eggs. Oh yeah, chicken eggs. You talking about? Oh, Oh. snake eggs. You're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just reach under Gross. the mama snake and you grab that leathery ball. And you, and you Once you get that leathery clutch in your hands, you you've won, boy. You've Do won. Do eggs taste the same? No, there's no mm-hmm. way that snake eggs taste like chicken eggs. Ooh, no way. Yeah, that's no got to be a sour egg. I would You're bet that guessing. most. I would bet most like bird eggs guessing. taste similar. Like I, I bet an ostrich egg isn't wildly different than a chicken. Chicken egg. eggs can vary greatly. Like like. There is a, a big difference between like one of those really orangey, yolky uh, eggs and I don't know, that cheap, sunny delight colored egg. Yeah, it's true. You can tell. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Man, poor pups. So this, this website I'm reading says the bird eggs taste different. <laughs> the, the inside of different chicken eggs are all the same, but even like goose and ostrich and chicken taste different. So I have to assume snakes are different. Whenever I snakes, see yeah, an ostrich egg, I get kind of grossed out by how much of it there is. It's like too much of it that they're when they're like mixing it up and scrambling it. It's it's like man, that's a big ass yolk. That yolk is like it's like like the size of my fist or something. I can't. Yeah, I, it's I don't like a dozen all that. eggs. Can you pause? On, I I think I I missed the beginning. You they give they serve ostriches to one person. You just have a giant egg. They, I, what I've seen is when I've seen ostrich eggs prepared, it's on YouTube mm-hmm. or, or, or like a TV chef, but they scramble a whole ostrich egg in one and make like a giant omelet with it. It's what I usually see yeah. them do. Oh, it's like, and then bigger. they serve it to like four people. Is that, you know, it's, it's a cooking show, so I don't yeah. really see them eat, but, but presumably, you know, I, I think an ostrich egg would feed a couple of three people or something. Dude, by know? volume, it would be more than a dozen chicken eggs. Like it, it's, a, they're enormous. Yeah. 
And so. you said that the yolk ratio is different than multiple uh, it's not eggs. that. It's just there's just so much egg there. Something about it being so <laughs> enormous is grossing me out. Like, do you feel like it make you feel powerful? Eggs are no. Great. Look at that big ass yolk, dude. Like, like that's that's a single cell, <laughs> dude. I would love. Cell. I would love to. Was that a Joe that Rogan reference? That yeah. Do, do eggs make you feel powerful, Joe? Yeah. Do they, do you <laughs> make you want to peck? <laughs> they make you want to just just fucking strut. No, Joe, you lunatic. You're like, like a dinosaur. <laughs> that doesn't make me feel more aggressive. <laughs> so make you want to bury your head in the sand? Like, <laughs> dude, I would eat an ostrich egg 100%. Eggs are great for you. We're in one of the times where eggs are good for us again, which any nice. news that comes out that says eggs are bad for you, that's propaganda. That's nonsense. I, eggs I'm are nourishment. Right now, I, I eat so many eggs, and I've eaten so many eggs that I am disgusted by them. I, I, I soak them in uh, hot sauce or, or, or like a mustardy vinegary stu- stuff now so I can even stomach them. Um, I'm more likely to drink like a, I'm more likely to drink them raw than I am to cook them up. Like if I if I have to eat six eggs, I could I'll be like, oh man, I could crack those in a glass and they could just be down. I don't have to eat that really pile Dude, of Dude, it takes eggs. no time to eat six scrambled eggs. You you don't even like chew them, you just shovel yeah. them down. It, what I like to do is I eat I, half of them when they're so hot that I burn my throat and I go, ah, 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 and then I slow down a little bit. Then I finish the other half. I'm just over them. Something about the texture and the smell. Um, I'm just grossed out by them. But, you know, you got to eat them. So you got to take a little I, tea break from them then because you don't want to miss out on eggs the rest of your life. They're such a wonderful. I, I've never really food. been a big fan of eggs. I've always kind of felt this way. Oh, yeah. Well, then never mind then. And plus, I know you've never seen Rocky. That's but true. there's a scene. Yeah, no, look at I love. I'm, thank you for gl- glaring at him, Woody. That's um, a form of child abuse. I blame the parents. I started Terminator to watch that, and I got distracted. I will finish it. <laughs> Christ Almighty! Uh, but there's a scene <laughs> where uncultured. there's a scene where Rocky wakes up in his like tattered, um, like like workout clothes, and like alarm goes off, and he just literally sits up, cracks those eggs, drinks them down wipes the fucking goo with his sleeve and gets out there and starts running and the you know the music picks up and you're like fuck yeah he's up at f- everybody else is asleep it's philadelphia like not it's a lazy neighborhood to begin with mm-hmm. but it's it's dead it's nothing but steam and coldness and he runs until the sun's up and then he runs some more you know it's good it's good stuff taylor when you watch rocky i want you to think this i want you to know this there is a scene where he runs that kyle mentions and he goes to the top of the philadelphia art museum which is a tremendous amount of steps when you watch it think to yourself my friend woody back in the 90s when it was cool skated down those on rollerblades backwards i did that down the stairs wow all the pretty, way. I'm I'm yeah. sincerely pretty impressed by that. Like that, that <laughs> it's on rollerblades, that would not be easy. It is a lot tremendous of tremendous amount of stairs. Were you doing mm-hmm. uh, the like the backwards like that, like stepping backwards, like rolling? No, you, you just kind of hold your. I held one foot in front, one foot in the back, and just. Oh. So you're just like this is fun. Yeah. Well, other people were doing it, and I had done it on like five stairs. And I'm like, well, if I can do it on five, maybe I can do it on like 150. <laughs> and yeah. turns, out, turns out I can. Well, you're, could. you're on a really good luck streak when you think about it. Like <laughs> when you think about your personal risk profile, it's like, no, he's his injuries aren't surprising. Like they're actually fortunate. Like <laughs> it's, it's actually like, oh, it's just a leg. He's fine. Like, do you know who Grant Thompson is? King of Random. 
Uh-uh, he was a YouTuber with over a million subs, and he died on a paramotor a few years ago. I went flying yesterday, and Colin's just like, "You're not gonna die, are you? Are you gonna die?" He's watching me launch. Suddenly, he's very—he's terrified. I'm gonna kill myself on a paramotor. Oh my! But oh, you gotta be like, die. no, yeah, you're good. Yeah. What did you say? I uh, I told him that Grant had only been flying for a few months and made bad oh, choices in bad that. weather, and uh, and that I. I have been flying since like 2016 or something. And yeah. uh, I, good I checked days. the weather. I don't know why he knows about the dead YouTuber. I've been telling you forever. Make sure your wife doesn't know about him either. <laughs> like like <laughs> every time somebody own. in your sport, every time somebody in your sport, like eats one, uh, I, I, I'm thinking like, I bet, I bet Woody doesn't mention this to Jackie. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I watch footage of like crashes and parachute throws stuff all the time. And I want to be like, Jackie, Jackie, check this one out. Yeah. But I'm like, no, this is probably a bad topic. Look at this. <laughs> but he landed on the pine tree just so that it impaled him all the way in the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, look, look. And he thinks the reserve's going to work, but it just tears away. <laughs> <Watch this. laughs> I, I didn't think about this until until you, you made fun of me for not seeing Rocky and like all the, the movies I haven't seen, I probably should. Uh, ter- so I started Terminator and this is my level of knowledge. One. I won. Thank you. I swear to God, I thought Arnold was like going to be terminating bad guys. I did not know that he was the bad guy in these movies. I thought that some woman was in trouble and that Arnold Schwarzenegger had to come back and save her. But I only got to the point where there's some See, other guy who's like... You're in a primo like, position right now to enjoy these movies. Let me tell you, not knowing that is one of the... Inter- the internet talks about this all the time, about how, man, I wish that I hadn't known. They, they, one of the most asked questions on the movies uh, subreddit is, did you know going in that Arnold was the, the such and such? Uh, you know, like anybody who was alive back then, did you know and what was the reaction this is a, a big thing on it's one of the main like internet terminator mm-hmm. things that happens so not knowing that uh is is really good um i'm, I'm super jealous uh i watched yeah. him as a kid I was shocked. So I he just either. started fucking people up who really didn't do anything wrong he was like <laughs> give me a clothes and then they like put up just like a hey the you're not taking my guy? clothes is that terminator yeah. one yeah yeah did you yeah. recognize uh the, the one motorcycle guy as um um bill pullman no, I didn't. I Bill Pullman, right? Or, or my, I, I always get his name wrong. It's this. I got to get it. I Bill still Paxton. don't know who Bill. Oh, Bill Pullman. Sure, we go way back. I got it wrong. Is that the guy it's, from Twister? No, Bill Pullman is the fucking Independence Day president. It's, Independence hang on, Day. Hang on, I'm gonna find. Oh it. wait, the guy who gave the great speech. I did not notice an actor in that scene, so I. Oh, I'll, uh, I'll just restart the movie. I didn't know it was a panel. Bill Paxton. It's Bill Paxton. Um, so Bill Paxton is in all the major um, sci-fi movies. He's in Alien, Terminator, and uh, uh, one more that's um, not not coming to me right now. The motorcycle um, guy Predator. I'm thinking of was big. He was Arnold's size. That's why he took his clothes. So yes, could, it must have been a different guy. Well, there were t- there were three guys. There there was like this goofy one. Yep. There's Bill Paxton, and then there's this big fucker, and he plays the big fucker in everything. Right? You you'll recognize mm-hmm. him right away as Square Jaw Scary Man. Um, he's, he's always the square jawed, like bad guy. He was, he had a whole run in, uh, X-Files where he was square jawed, scary man, alien. Uh, he's, he's tons of work on, uh, um, uh, like sci-fi shows. So even when they've got that alien makeup on him, you're like, that's that guy. That's that guy. He just has his face. You I'll can't notice it now. Dude, yeah. I, I actually want to watch Terminator one and two now. 
if that's yeah. like a good angle to watch it from. I, you know, I was so close to just starting on two because you told me to skip the first one. And I'm like, no, I got to at least kind of know what, what's going on. The first one is a low budget indie horror movie that that just happened to be made by the one of the greatest filmmakers of all time. So he took their little budget and their and and, and an idea that came to him in a nightmare and he made what you've got there. Don't ignore the fact that he had to pay that other author all that money. Don't talk about that. I, he, he didn't steal his idea for Terminator. James Cameron, he did. He did steal the idea. Oh. Um oh. but but uh but that doesn't matter because he did a really good job of making that movie and I it doesn't know James look, Cameron made Terminator. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um and then um Terminator 2, it, like I said, the first one is this low-budget indie horror movie, and then the second one is full-on action movie because Arnold at the, at, by by then Arnold is Arnold, so you you've got mm-hmm. you've got a thing to, you've got a guy to build your uh, your series around. It's ridiculous that three didn't happen just a couple years after two. Uh, it would have been a completely different direction because by the time they make three, it was too late. Arnold was wasn't Arnold anymore, <clears throat> and they just had I don't know. It didn't work. He doesn't play. I don't want to spoil. He's not peak Arnold as a person, so he's not peak Arnold in the show either. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this, this guy, Terminator One, like he's he's looking juicy. Yes. He's looking good. He cut, has he cut his own eyeball out yet? He did, and I got to see that very jarring fake face <laughs> that yeah. they like layered over. Yeah, him. <laughs> because oh, like the, I was watching that, and I'm like, oh, this must be like the time that he's gonna reach into that fake face and pull it all off, and it's gonna be fucking a robot. He didn't do it though, so nope, no, nope, that's yet. later on. Um, Terminator Two makes great use of twins for things like that. So, so whenever they 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 have another shape shifting alien in that movie, and there are at least two, maybe three sets of twins. Um, mm. in, in that movie. You know what I'm watching that's good on Kyle's recommendation? Uh, the newest Picard season three. I started with season three. Yeah. <laughs> I'm watching it with Jackie. Jackie is as big a Star Trek fan as Kyle is. And um, I'm a different kind of fan. I like the movies. I like the action Star Trek. This is more like S&P 500 Star Trek. You know, they're like, like, like it's more. Ah, I just feel like next gen has always been responsibility mm. and smart decisions and prime directive and ethical the movies questions. were always action but but that didn't fit what the show was you know the show was more uh, philosophical and yeah. problem solving big thought stuff you know there right. were battles but it was the first thing more than next gen is almost doctor who-ish in that like they're in a really tough spot but they're gonna think their way out of this mm-hmm. um Whereas the movies are like, we're in a tough spot. Who here has martial arts and base jumping talents? <laughs> Everyone perfect. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll need, some, we'll need some distraction. Is anyone good at motocross? <laughs> how, uh, how, how far into Picard are you? How many episodes? Two. two okay. Two, I think it's. In. They're an I hour think long, so it's a fair amount of content. Yeah. It's not like so you can fir- stuck down four at a time. Yeah. I think it's more of a, it feels like a movie script that, mm-hmm. that, that they used there, especially the first four episodes. Um, and as it goes on, it gets more and more like fan service until eventually they're going to, they're going to have to get a back aboard the enterprise somehow or another. Right. And when okay. they all get up, when they all get on the enterprise, I was just, it, it was, it was a super nerdy moment. It would That's be like a spoiler, Taylor. Right? It, uh, I, I didn't think it would be, um, okay. Taylor, it would be like if all the hobbits and Gandalf and everybody got back together and went to the Shire and just sat there and ate a meal in in like that hole in the ground and was, remember the time 
And we fought the Balrog. <laughs> you fought the Balrog, Gandalf. Don't you remember? Oh, we all true. ran. Yes, you were pussies about that. I could have, I could have done with a bit of help. <laughs> you remember, Frodo, the time that we both walked in on Samwise tugging his back at Rosie Cotton. Oh, that was funny. <laughs> That's a uh, little lore. I think that was the name of the woman he ended up marrying, right? Rosie Cotton. Uh, it's, yeah, Rosie. Gamgee. Rosie was definitely her name. Oh, um, Rosie. It became Rosie Gamgee, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, uh, I loved that oh, third season of Picard. Uh, everyone's I sort of too. talking about how awful the first two seasons were and how that third season was this incredible redemption. Uh, they got they they made Patrick Stewart let go and they made that other uh, showrunner let go and they uh, they got to do their own thing. And Patrick it was Stewart's what everybody wanted. A little frail, even in season three. Oh, I yeah. get that he's like 100 years old or something. But for the purposes of the show, I, I it's not the physical frailness that bothers me it's sort of the emotional his and mental too. frailness and his voice yeah like like his voice is a little weak he's like but he's an, isn't he? yeah but he's an actor really and i think old. he's doing it on purpose oh. and you so, know go ahead. i'll say this he becomes I, he really comes back into his own by the end i think okay um and and, and does some bucket he you know he goes for a jog at one point <laughs> mm. and, and also that so obviously everyone's aged, but we were mm. looking up some of the actors' ages, and they were like Beverly Crusher. I'm like, okay, she's had some work done. She looks pretty good, and she's not going to look as good as she did in the 90s. Neither do I, um, but she looks pretty good. And I'm like, whoa, she's over 70? Mm-hmm. I didn't realize she was that. She looks 10 years younger than she Everyone is. has aged so well that they could very easily do another season of this show. Um, I, I, I wish they would. And they just get, keep the band together and do another mm -hmm. fucking season. Uh, Worf old looks is, tremendous. I was just about to say, how old is Michael Dorn? I saw interviews of him recently on YouTube. It's hard for me to tell because he's he's black. Um, they, <laughs> but they age well, right? They That's age true. pretty. He he's a he has aged well, and he always has that shit on his face, right? So I feel like mm -hmm. that has kept him from aging over the years. <laughs> <laughs> you're saying without the oh, I was I thought you were going with it hides the aging, but no, you're it saying it prevented it. Maybe I think they could hide as much aging as they want with Orf with Worf mm -hmm. because of his costume. I've always said that um, yeah. and thought that a Captain Worf uh, show would be good. He's my favorite part, I think, of this third season. He's he's like I am a pacifist, but he's got a sword on his back. Yeah, like, two like, episodes. Like in, yeah, he's serious. I've only it. seen him for a few seconds. At the very end of the second episode, he saves someone and they introduce us to Worf. Cool. And I was just about to say, like, he's still athletic. He moves well. He doesn't seem oh, yeah. old at all. I'm like, oh, dumbass, are, are you aware of stuntmen? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he probably didn't do that scene. You, they you know, a movie it, that could have used some stuntmen is I, I rewatched The Irishman again recently, and oh. it's, it's a good movie. It's it meanders a good bit, but uh, Robert, Robert De Niro, Niro beating. yeah, when he beats that guy up, when he throws anything in the film, when he does anything physically demanding, like the first time I watched it, I straight up did not pick up on he had been de-aged with his daughter, and it took me like a minute to be like, the fuck is he doing with this little girl? Oh, Oh, is it, am I supposed to think he's 30? And then mm. I noticed when he like put his hands up, they made it very obvious, like young looking hands. And I'm like, mm. oh, my God, <laughs> this ancient man who's who's dying now, like is 
is falling apart right in front of us. Did you see you see the scene where he throws the guns in the river? He and is he, he has John McCain arms. He can't lift his arms up. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I it's kind of sad. I know it's time to wrap, but I watched. I'm going to foul this name up, but is it John Mulaney, the, the comedian? Yeah. I get it perfect. Have you guys seen his new special? No, uh, I saw it. I saw like uh, him live like a year and a half ago, and he was like working on it. I started watching his new mm. special, and I was like, I've seen this. So I turned it off. <laughs> the whole special from beginning to end is about his battle with addiction, his time in rehab, his, uh, and you can tell he's really sensitive about the hit to his reputation. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm like, it's kind of funny that you talked about it for 90 minutes. I didn't know most of this stuff. Yeah. I certainly didn't know, like, I'll just give away a bit of it. At one point he causes, he's like, I need to like not get money anymore. So rather than go to like a therapist or a doctor or someone who could help, I call my accountant and tell him not to give me money unless I CC my doctor on the money request. And he's like, I could have just called my accountant and told him, never mind, because it's my money and I'm a grown up. But instead, I decided to steal money from myself. And he goes out, buys a $12,000 Rolex and immediately pawns it. What? But there's all yeah, for six grand. But there's all these like details in the middle that get funny. And mm. uh, uh like that kind of thing makes him look terrible and desperate. He's a drug addict who stole from himself. What drugs? I think it was cocaine. Uh, cocaine's a big one, but there's like six. Like when he checked into rehab, he oh, had like oh. cocaine, Xanax, eight balls. Oh, I don't like, know what that is. Um, he has a like, mix of cocaine and heroin, isn't it? Yeah. An eight ball. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he had a lot of stuff. Maybe. I want to say benzos, but I'm not positive. Anyway, it was like wow, he just, just oh, clonopin, clonopin, clonopin's a benzodiazepine. Yeah, Xanax okay. is a benzodiazepine. Uh, he had he he tells you I I shouldn't ruin the routine. He tells you how to get anything you want from a doctor. He's like, I'm not saying you should do this. I'm not, but I'm saying if you did this, it might work. Go to WebMD and sort the doctors from worst to best. Oh. <laughs> Go to the worst doctor. Wow. His doctor didn't use his last name. It was like Dr. Michael. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and Dr. Michael worked out of I'm his I'm remembering apartment. this show now. He didn't have an office or anything. You just go to his apartment, and he's like, my wife is sleeping. And he said it in a way that means like I, I totally didn't kill her. She's just asleep right now. And he goes inside and the doctor insists on giving him a shot. It's this little like oh, sexual no. assault thing that the doctor does. And uh, he's like, hey, you know, you want like a flu shot? And he's like, no, you gave me two flu shots already. He's like, uh, can I get you like a B12? He just keeps like suggesting shots <laughs> until he gives like in that. to the peer pressure of getting a shot. So he does, you know, one of these things. And uh, the doctor's like, nah, you should take the whole shirt off. And he's like. I know. <laughs> he takes his shirt off, gets the shot, and that's all the doctor wanted. Like that's what that was like what he got out of it. Okay. And he would he's like, I need clonopin. He's like, all right, sure. Like, well, what's this for? <laughs> he already said yes. And uh, he's like, uh, anxiety. Said, yeah. Well, then you need it. And he writes him out his prescription, and and that's like these are the the whole routine makes him look really bad. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought he was an alcoholic. And beat it, but instead he was addicted to like everything, and uh, 
it's pretty good. I don't, I enjoyed it. That's what yeah. he has to work with uh, for material, I guess. Yeah. I, that, that's pretty cool. Yeah, um, I'm not going to spoil it. If you watch his special, if it was anything like the live show I saw, he has a very, very funny, probably five, six-minute segment on his intervention with some yes. uh, comedians and people in his life. I'm not going to say anything about it because it's very funny. I don't want to ruin it. But uh, yeah, John Mulaney. And if you haven't seen John Mulaney's first special, I think it was his first big one for maybe like six, seven years ago. Check that out. It's genuinely hilarious. So he makes fun of his first special. Oh, he's I, like, his first special, special is great. He, oh, it's not that it's not good. He's like, I have a different vibe now. Before, I was like, and he's walking around the stage pacing. And he's like, I wonder why I was like that, huh? What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> like, High energy, can't stop talking. <laughs> he was on Coke for that special we all love. Yeah, he was, he was gacked up, and he's hilarious. Yeah. Sounds like so. he's better on the cocaine. Well, don't tell him that. He's, he seems eh. like he's doing well. <laughs> he went from like a 10 to a 7. I, don't know. I still like it. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll judge him on the next special, to... and then we'll decide whether or not we tell him, you know. So how many comedians have lots of good specials? Very few. True. Taylor is a hard grader, too. If a guy falls from like a 9 to a 7, he's like, you lost it. <laughs> you I, I think Louis C.K. has a new special on his website, right? I have I not seen it. I'll, I'll watch it. I'll see what Louis got going. I'm pretty sure he has a new special as of like a month ago, maybe on his on his website. Probably I hope he spends all his time talking about his embarrassment, like John Mulaney did, or is it Mulaney, right? Mulaney, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Um, Whatever angle he takes, Louis funny. I should watch. They said it was okay. They said <laughs> it was okay. I asked for permission. That's what they said. They say ask for permission. <laughs> All your life. Well, I asked for permission and it didn't work out. It didn't work out. <laughs> That's what it should That'd be. be pretty I bet good. it would be funny. <laughs> so. All right. All right. PKN 455.